In this episode of the Encourage Inspire podcast, I'm joined by hip-hop rapper and songwriter Lunch the General, man. Uh, man, Lunch the General, another great episode, another great guest, man. Lunch, again, is the other half of Lunch and Neek. Once again, like I said, I was connected to them by CC from Where Begins Magazine. I love uh, being able to be a part of that platform because I meet so many great artists. Uh, Lunch is from the Inland Empire. And we just talked about, you know, so many amazing things. His love for hip-hop and him falling in love with hip-hop to him really creating, uh, started doing mixtapes in 2001, which ultimately led him to create a great series called Lunch Reheated Volume 2, Lunch Eaten Defeat, and then Lunch I East had that mixtape, Volume 909, um, in the early 2000s, which ultimately led to some great media coverage uh, from all hip-hop, The Skinny, Croc Mag, Live Magazine, and Word Up, just to name a few of the great publications that he was a part of. And and then he ultimately released a commercial single called Get Em Girl featuring Ray J that led to, that really took off across the the West Coast and definitely uh, across the country that ultimately led him to getting a deal with Universal Records ultimately decided to part ways with Universal Records and ended up going back on the indie grind where he connected with uh, with Neek. And even before with Neek, he's just always, you know, doing stuff and going back to the mixtape grind and ultimately connecting back with Neek and, and starting their project, um, Lunch and Neek, and just doing great music together. And we end the episode talking about his... Uh, battle with lupus and how that has really impacted him and almost made him want to quit his reading journey, but he's stuck with it. So uh, this guy's an inspiration and I'm hoping you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Encourage Inspire podcast. It's episode number 64. And I got my man Lunch the General with me today, man. How you doing, man? I'm good. I'm doing good, D. What's up with you, man? I'm doing well, man. Doing well. I'm hanging, man. Yeah. A, 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 a little, a little, a little down, man. You know, yeah. it's been a bad day for the culture, man. Today, Definitely, you know? man. This is, you know, no. yeah. At the time of this recording uh, today is uh, November first, man, and it's a really sad day for the culture, man. Right. You know, uh, with uh, with takeover, with takeoff being for excessive. Sure. Excuse me, sense, uh, a census killing, a census killing that sense probably had probably was stupid, you know, and yeah. the culture definitely loses because I mean, he's the one guy out the culture, out of the group, you hear nothing about no bad things about, right? Right, right. They say he's, he's quiet, he's, chill, he's quiet, cat. chill, stay out, stay out. So, what, so what is killing him going to do? I think people, right. the problem with this, see, the problem with this generation is. Is they kill without no remorse for human life? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. okay, you know what I mean. So, what is killing him going to do? Because when the guy gets caught, whoever killed him, right, and they will get caught because they always do. Right, yeah, yeah, <laughs> they exactly. always do. You're not you know they're gonna catch us. You know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, they're gonna catch you. So, at some point, you gonna you think you are gonna hide out? Look, eventually, they are gonna yeah. catch you. And so when right, you and then when right. you go to jail for 50, 60 years. 
in prison and your life is over, what is it? Re- I mean, what 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 did it really gain? You know, we said the right. same thing about Nipsey Hussle with the sucker move that happened with Nipsey. Correct. Correct. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, what, 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 what do you, what do you gain from that? What is, what is, what, you, what, you know, what is, what do you gain from that? So it's, it's so sad. It, it really is sad, and, and we're killing our own people. Killing our own people. It, it's not like I mean, just recently, PNB Rock. Just, yeah. just PNB Rock. Not even a month ago. I know. Yeah. And not take crazy. off. You know what I mean? It's just like when is this going to stop? It's like, man, I, I, I don't, you know what I mean, man, it's crazy, man. I, I don't even know what to say at this point, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, what well, we do, stop doing music, you know what I mean? Because, yeah. you know, we kill each other on the streets, rappers getting killed, you know what I mean? Just getting killed. And it's like, it almost kind of like, go, what Kanye said, like, you know, the part where he's like, I'm jealous of the Jewish community because mm-hmm. they represent each other, they hold each other down, like, yeah. We see each other as threats, bro. Yeah, like we, we see don't, each other we, as don't, threats. We, like, we don't, yeah, we don't, we don't, right. We, we hate each other. We hate so, each other. It's so sad because I mean, you know, yeah. those those guys, you know, uh with obviously um Quavo has you know really transferred transfer transitioned and really become a pop star uh, really outside of urban music. And, and, and but 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 you know, those guys, and it seemed like those guys was gonna get back together and do another project. Do another project, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I th- I think Quavo, I think Quavo and and Offset just did a single. Oh, okay. Came out today. I haven't watched the video, but it's just like, man, you know, well, is well, it- Quavo and Takeoff. I know they that did an album together. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. That Quavo is. and Takeoff. Yeah, they did an album. Quavo and Takeoff did an album, and I think that's what's coming out now. We're literally Correct. the single, one of the songs released today. Correct. You know, and it's just so sad. It just really yeah, is sad. sad for the culture. Twenty-eight years old, the man he couldn't even didn't even live to thirty. He wasn't even, know. you know, and it's so sad. And I heard, you know, from allegedly, you know, what I'm saying mm-hmm. it was like an accident. Really, that hit him. It was an accident. Mm-mm. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't directed towards him like a straight bullet type situation. Allegedly, like you know, somebody like they into it, and one of these guys get the shooting, accidentally hit him. That's that's the. That's what's that's what's going down. That's mm. allegedly, you know, allegedly. So yeah, that's like dang, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it, is, it is absolutely sad and it's absolutely something that I don't think unfortunately it's not gonna stop. We we're we're gonna mm-hmm. keep hearing about this over and over and over and over again. I think I just think, you know, uh people people these days for some reason just they don't think about what is this going to do. What is right. kill? What is you don't gain anything from killing somebody, right? No. No. Because now you know how I know how the street work. You kill one of my people, I'm gonna go gotta get two of yours. Correct, correct. I correct. hate to say it like that, but that's how the street code works. I'm not from the streets, but I mean, if you, right. uh, you know, if you watch, you kind of know how they work. How like you go get one of my people, I'm gonna go have to go get two of yours just off principle. Correct, correct. You know what I mean? It's like so. Then people start putting their family members in danger. Right, people right. who have nothing to do with anything that they're doing, and it's just nobody right. wins at the end of the day. When stuff wins. like this happens, you know, yeah. with P and B Rock, and another thing too, these guys got to stay out the hood. Yeah, 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 yeah. I man. mean, that's yeah. another big thing too. When you get to a certain level, you cannot be chilling in the hood like that. Right, and coming right. in, uh, P and B Rock had all that Julie. You cannot be coming in the hood and chilling in the hood. I said the same thing with Nipsey Hustle, man. You a celebrity yeah. now. 
yeah. but you guys don't want to act like you guys are. Y'all are celebrities. Right, right. And people, people don't, when you're a celebrity, they don't give a shit. They, they, will, they, they will go after, like, you're not just a regular person anymore. You are yeah, celebrity. like you're not human. Yeah, it's like you're not human. So you got to move different. You just have to move differently once you become, a, once you achieve a certain level of success, right. you have no choice. You just have to move differently. Yeah, you know, look, look at Young Dolph, and even people, people are getting killed in their own in their own city. He said, "I was at home." That's what. That's what. That's what. That's what Boosie said. That's why he said he had to leave Louisiana because it's, it's people in your own hood that's doing this. People are jealous. People are jealous of you. Exactly. Right. Right. Definitely. Exactly, man. So yeah, it is a sad day for the culture. Uh, thankfully, the music lives on. You know, well, after we're dead and gone. You know, uh, say what you want to say, man. Like I said, from all accounts, again, I never knew, never met any of those guys. But for what everybody says, people that knew uh, all, um, uh, takeoffs that he was one of the he was he's a real chill dude. Correct. He didn't get a lot of trouble. We know he didn't get a lot of trouble because he was very rarely ever in the news for anything bad. Correct. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it just it's when things like this happen, it just it makes no sense. But it's just unfortunate, and we. Life has to move on, you know, and, and we just have to um, always just send our thoughts and prayers to the family. Yeah, definitely. And, and, and keep it all moving. Loved ones and keep it up. Yeah, man. Jones all the loved ones for sure. Yeah, man. So yeah, man. This is this is cool because you and I got connected here recently within the last week or so. Right. Uh, through my my people over my man Theo Theo over I'm out of booth and CC Webinars Magazine shout oh, out man. to them and we, I met, I was I was actually on the panel review of reviewing uh your, your some of your music along with with Neek you know right mm-hmm. and um you guys are amazing amazing crew and then we're definitely gonna Perfect. get into into y'all into how y'all got connected a little bit later but I just kind of want to get into your story definitely. Um, yeah, man. So I would like to ask. So, were you from the Inland Empire? You from? That's correct. So, so where is that at for people who don't know? Because I'm not from California, so I don't. Right, know. definitely. So, so Inland Empire. So it, it like we say inland. So we inland. So we're away from the beach. Is why okay. we say inland. So we like okay. in the middle. So we east of Los Angeles. Okay. So if if you ever been to L.A., you go to Palm Springs. You got to go through the Inland Empire. Okay. If you in L.A. and you have to go to Las Vegas, you have to go through the Inland Empire. Because okay. um, if you go farther west, you're gonna be in the Pacific Ocean. So oh, got you, got you. East, you know what I mean? You come back east, we inland, you know, in, you. inside. You know what I mean? So right. that's where you come. And most people, man, be honest, like you know, originally I was born in Carson, California. Okay. My mom down here. So uh, really, like a lot of people, my generation, I grew up in a city called Moreno Valley, California. Okay. People that know what Moreno Valley, uh, Kawhi Leonard is from Moreno Valley, okay. California. So it's like Marino Valley, you have Riverside, uh, you have Rubido, you have Corona, all these cities. That's in Riverside County. Then you have San Bernardino County. You have San Bernardino, you have uh, Rialto, you have Fontana, Colton, Ontario, all that San Bernardino County, but both counties put together. Okay. And that makes the Inland Empire. That's the Inland Empire. So we two counties put together. Now actually the Inland Empire is the biggest counties, is the biggest counties in the nation next. You know what okay. I mean? It just don't have as many people as, like I said, New York or even Los Angeles. But if you, when you drive Las Vegas from California, all that whole area you're driving is part of San Bernardino County. 
all the San Martino County. Because so it's a very big area, you know, very big area, man. Uh, and a, a lot of people know, like, a lot of people move out here from Los Angeles okay. because the, the housing pricing, you know, is it, cheaper. You're getting more for your buck out here, getting uh, farther away from the beach. You know what I mean? Like, Kendrick got spot out here. Babyface, DMX have lived out here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, West Coast Cam lived out here. You know, uh, who a bunch of people. Uh, let's see, Snoop, like when Snoop like got a house out in the hills right next to Chino. That's the Inland Empire, you know what I mean? That's Snoop lived out here in the, in the IE, yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, it's a whole bunch of people like Dog Pound, you know, they lived out here, you know. So mm -hmm. that's what they, you know, people do when they get away from the city, they move out here to the Inland Empire. And that's where we're from in this our area, you know. Nice, nice, man. And I would like to, I would like to ask this question, man. What what are your earliest memories of music and what do you remember? Is I will always enjoy asking this question. I get very interesting right. answers. But what do you what do you remember as your earliest memories of music? You know, that so, kind of made you be like, man, I I, I, fall, I fell in love with music. And by the way, I really feel like we this is human beings in general cannot live without music. It's impossible. Exactly, it is, man. So, so, so my first introduction to hip hop music was through dancing. Okay, through dancing, man. I remember, I remember being a kid, man, young kid, and seeing dancers like MC Hammer, man. Like MC Hammer was a big inspiration for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. MC Hammer, uh, Heavy D and the Boys, Big yep. Daddy King, Scoop and Scrap Love for just being a kid. You know what I mean? Like, dang, uh, you know what I mean? I want to dance, take the moves from them and things like that, man. It just made me feel good. I was like, what is this? You know what I mean? Just, yeah. just looking at hip hop, I'm like, man, damn, like. It felt felt like me, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. It felt like you know it went straight to my soul, man. So I remember recording the videos, you know, them Friday night videos, recording the videos and watching them over and over again. You know what I mean? Kind of like basically had your own YouTube before YouTube was here. Right. But we it was on our VCR though, our VCR tape. You know what I mean? Right. So 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 I get it with the views and all that, man. But it, it was just like a a, a a soothing a soothing feeling. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Like it, it felt good, man. When I first was introduced to hip hop, you know what I mean. So I, I was like, man, you know what I mean. Um, like I said, I paid attention a lot to the dancing okay. first, you know, and and then went to the artistry. Yeah. So it, hey, man, yeah, that's that's kind of how I got started in the game. I was at the hip hop group, you know, hip hop dance crew, and right, definitely, and realized that I wanted to learn the business and get involved in management and right things that nature. But that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah. So when did you kind of start pursuing music professionally? Like when you when did you know like okay this is something? Because again, of course, we all love music. This is a fan of it. Correct. But when did correct. you kind of know? Okay, this is something that I want to pursue as a career path. Okay, so um, you know? it, it was like uh, my teenager years, man. Like my big cousins, you know, I was following their lead. They was rapping, mm -hmm. and then and then uh, I I decided to start rapping. I got my crew, you know, to start rapping. So you know. They was they was doing their thing, you know, trying to get deals, trying to get signed and all that. I'm just following mm -hmm. their footsteps. I started my crew, man. As we started getting older, then um, what ended up happening, I was working at this uh, shoe store mm -hmm. back in the days. And um, my crew and this, uh, the Reebok representative came in and we gave I gave him one of our, uh, our albums, our independent albums that we had that we was pushing. And he liked it and gave us a call back. And from there, we end up doing Nick Van Nixel and, and Alan Iverson Reebok commercials on the radio out here. So for that, for me, and we got a check for that. So I was like, oh, this real. 
You know what I mean? Okay. I, I, that's why I knew it was real. You know what I mean? Because I heard us on the radio. You know, mm -hmm. they running ads. Mm -hmm. I heard it on the radio. And it was like, damn, like, like, I, I can do this. You know, we on the radio, the second biggest market in the nation, mm -hmm. Los Angeles. They playing it all over. And we doing a Reebok commercial for Allen Iverson and Nick Van Next. You know what I mean? So, so, so that was big, you know, and that was big. And that's why I knew this is something I, now I, I wanted to do it before then, but that's why I knew I could do it. Yeah. Cause you saw, I mean, and, and, and you saw money from it. And so a lot of times that people think when it comes to the arts in general, like this is not something you make, make you make money from. And, and to, to a certain extent, like when you first start out, of course, you're not really, you know, you're not going to make a lot of money, but if you're fortunate enough to see a check, early on in your journey it kind of reinforces okay i'm, I'm on the right path like exactly you know exactly. whether it's a hundred bucks or five thousand dollars you saw something from it exactly exactly but all right so this is enough for me to either get out the street correct or if i'm not in the street just know that i get to pursue my passion you know because exactly. you know exactly you know because a lot of times and especially in our culture you know most kids really want to be two things they want to be Especially boys, you either want to be rappers or ball players. Ball players, exactly. Because that's what that's what is going to they feel is going to get them out the hood. Get them out the hood. Exactly. Get, get them, them out, out the street. Get them out. Get them out. Get them out the street. Get, you know, get right. to a better. And, and, and so, in unfortunately, they're not thinking about other opportunities where you don't necessarily have to be the one in front of the camera all the time. Yeah. Exactly. That's always going to initially attract us because let's be real. Yeah, shiny. People that's right, the people shiny. love to see the shiny stuff, the change, the cause, exactly. the girls, everything. Exactly. Um, because what I think what people don't realize, I'm I'm a big this always kind of frustrates me because people don't understand the work that's involved trying to do this. This is a real career. This is not it's just a simple as just I can rap, they go to the studio and, make, and, and put a couple of rhymes together, and now I'm an artist. There's right. a, a lot that goes into this, right? And it's pe people have dedicated their whole lives to this craft that I always find it disrespectful, especially right. in today's generation, because we live in right. a generation of today where everything needs to be instant. Everything needs to be like, okay, I, I'm, I'm popping on social media. Like they think all they got to do is go pop off on social media, and their yeah. career is going to just pop, and it just doesn't always work like that. No, uh, and, and be honest with you, it hardly never worked like that. Like, yeah. say someone do pop off like that, then as fast as they come in the game, it's the fastest they're gonna go out. Exactly. They just don't laugh because exactly. they don't have enough information to keep themselves relevant in the game to get in that fast. Exactly. Unless they hella coachable. <laughs> they gotta be like super coachable. You know what I mean? Like like, like and, and just and somebody in their corner. There's a lot of things gotta line up for that to happen and for it to keep happening. Right. And I think a lot of times, yeah, I think a lot of times too, let's say you happen to get on one of these reality singing competitions or something that gives you some massive exposure to a lot of people. Do you have the infrastructure to to be able to capitalize off of those opportunities? Exactly. And we often see that many of us don't, many of oh. them don't have that. So they get on these platforms and it's fine while it lasts. Right. Because they don't necessarily know the business of it. They're not educated on the business of how this all works. Right. They're not prepared for, if they get the success, they're not prepared right. for that. Correct. You know right. what I mean? So, exactly. I, yeah. So I, that's why I'm really big on education, man. I think education. Yeah. yeah it, it, everything really comes down to the education, bro. Like mm -hmm. the information, the education. 
Well, it's because, it, it's because it's no different than going to real estate. If you want to go be a realtor, you got to go to real estate school. Exactly. If you want to exactly. be a lawyer, you got to go to law school. Doctor, you got to go to med school. It's the same type of deal. Exactly. Like you have to go learn the the lingo of the industry, the lingo, exactly. how, how people move. You have to, the music industry, unfortunately, is a game. It's a game. And you got to know how to play the game the right way. Just what, it, game. just what it is. Like, if you just want to go make art to make art for, to be therapeutic, I'm all for that. There's people that just, yeah. okay, that's fine. If you want to make a living doing this, it's a, it's a whole different type of, you have to approach it from a whole different perspective other Correct. than just, I'm good at what I do. Correct. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. Exactly. So, so, so that, that's, that's how I, uh, that's, that, that's, that's why I believe in um, in so much in the education, right? right? So, so yeah, man. So tell me about like you, you know, so your early mixtapes. Like I know you started doing mixtapes in '06. Uh, not earlier than that, man. I was doing mixtapes. Yeah. I was doing the mixtapes like with Fab and Fifty them and oh, okay. I, like I was like like one of the quick ones that jumped on it, bro. Like okay, okay, like, yeah, yeah. So uh, I think that was like. Yeah, like old one, you know what I'm saying? Young nice. Nice. Yeah. Okay, 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 cool. Yeah. All right. And then you started doing um I know you had a series of mixtapes that did well. Like I wrote it down here to lunch, lunch reheated volume two. Yeah, that, that that's the one that kind of got things really, really quick. Really yeah, so tell me about yeah. that. You know, you had lunch reheated. Tell me about how to how to mixtape. Cause I mean, this generation, see. I love how the industry because you and I come from the days when you did mixtapes and you exactly. and you had mixtape you had mixtape and albums right mm -hmm. even though to me those were interchangeable because you know because a real mixtape is really jacking for beats type of thing in my opinion right exactly Versus if you're doing original songs to me that's an album but that's an know, album this generation though because and you will see and you know you wouldn't necessarily do that now because. Right. There was a time where you had like that piff going on, and you would release yeah. projects mixtapes before yeah. your album, and you would get the mixtapes popping. Rapping. That's yep. when they get the label's attention, and then yeah. get signed, and exactly. then go work on an album. But exactly. the mixtapes is what would get it on. So I think a lot of kids today, so that would not even be the approach you would take in today's no. industry. In today's industry, yeah, <laughs> it definitely changed. But, but, but tell me about you know the mixtape days and how that really helped you. Okay, so for the mixtape, so I've always been like a hustler. I've been a hard worker and hustler right. in this game. So I learned, I found out, and, and I, I heard from the New York cast, I was like, damn, they, they rapping over other people's beats. You know, I, I be coming up with lines all day, listening to the radio, and they putting it out. I'm like, oh, well, that's easy. So I started doing that. So I had dropped one mixtape called The Leftovers, and it's like, leftovers with songs I, I used songs that I was going to use for my album and I put that on and used mixtape songs also in, in the middle so I used uh, regular songs uh, original songs from me and also songs on the mixtape uh, from other people beats so I did that leftovers and it was cool you know I got that I got it going you know see the vibes see the uh, uh, get the response of everything then I dropped the reheated so what I did with the reheated, I got certain DJs from like uh, Power 106, McDays, you know what I'm saying? They gave me drops, 92.3 the beat, they gave me drops, things like that. So I they, they already knew me from the leftovers. So I'm like, I'm doing another mixtape. So I got drops from them. So I, I kind of like 
I kind of really like focus in on these songs, even though they were songs from other people, but I focused in on them like I'm writing like real songs soon. I was like, so from there, I felt like I couldn't get my buzz. And they, I felt like they could parallel me with rapping on other people's beats that's on the radio and be like, oh, this is sound just as good as what's on the radio, the songs that they use on the radio. So that was my way of promoting myself. Like I wasn't getting interviews and stuff. So I do this thing called street news where low key, I have a conversation about whatever I was going through at the time through my interludes on the song. I make them kind of funny. So people always come back to me with my interviews and um, about my interviews, you know what I mean? But Cause I tell the truth, but yeah, it'd be kind of funny, like a little twist to it. But what I was doing was I was like basically interviewing myself and letting people get to know the character who lunch is. So between the songs, the interviews and the people I had doing drops for me and things like that and features, I was able to expand and I pressed up a whole bunch of, I pressed like, like one time I pressed up like 30, then I pressed up like 20,000 more. So I've, more so we just flooding, selling them and giving them out. Do shows, we sell them and give them out. You know what I mean? We're doing both, you know what I mean? Depends on time, had t-shirts and everything. So from there, uh, it just starts spreading. And, and uh, what we were notorious do is like uh, coming up to the DJs that's on the radio and just offer them a drop. Like we'll do a drop for you on the radio. You know what I mean? They were like, okay, cool. Woo, woo. Like give us the information, what you need to do. So we do the drop and most DJs want to drop some that represent them and they play the drops on the radio. So between the mixtapes and the drops that's on the radio, now the, the average the average consumer, the average fan, they just hear your, your voice and your name on the radio. They, they don't care if it's a drop, it's a song, or whatever it is, they hear your voice on the radio. And, and that kind of like starts spreading like that, you know what I mean, spread right there and things start uh, cracking off. So I had the song called Lunchtime featuring Dub C from the uh, West Side Connection. So he was on that song. That was a big mixtape song. And also I did the song called Pac Bite back in the days. It had went to a stage where everybody was doing like rapping like Pac and using his cadence. And so I rapped over a 50 Wankster beat and a song called Pac Bite. Yeah. And, and that kind of spread. Like people, DJs was putting using that song, putting it on their mixtape and all that. And I was just naming cats that's using two Pac cadences and all that. I'm like, damn. Like it was just a whole bunch. So that, that kind of spread my name right there and, and things got got rolling right there. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I think that's a, I think that's awesome. Like I said, because I think that approach at that time was pretty was pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, and that was the way you had to be you had to be invented. You had to be creative yeah. even in the mix because there was no internet. No, no internet. So you had to kind of do it that way. I thought that was pretty cool. And you got people yeah. to get to get real to become interested in what you were doing. Correct. And you're doing this all as an independent artist. Independent you know, so. artist, for sure. I love that, man. I love that. So you so you started that process. So then ultimately, go back here in my notes. Give me one second. Mm, no problem. You yeah. know, ultimately, like you said, you, you did the reheated volume two, then you had eat, a lunch eating defeat, and you had the I you stand up mixtape nine on nine. Correct. Which ultimately then started getting you some media coverage. Exactly. Uh, mm -hmm. Using obviously in all hip hop, true magazine. Correct. That's when the blog came. came yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, talk to yeah. me about that process. Talk to me about what it was like. Like I tell artists today, it's mm -hmm. not easy to get media to cover you. It's just not an easy. It's not. It's not, not, not an automatic thing when you're not a household exactly. name to get media to want to cover you. Exactly. And and talk about what you're doing. So tell me about what it was like to get featured 
Okay, so so why how that and how and ultimately how that helps you propel you. So so I, I start moving the mixtapes like basically like it was an album. So I put the single that I'm pushing out and I put that single on on, on my mixtape. And I so when I go to radio, you know, back then, like you said, it, it didn't have we didn't have uh, social media and stuff like that. You just kind of just like you had blogs and you had radio. Really, that's it. You know what I mean? So I go to radio and I give them a single. I give them a single, then I give them the mixtape, and the mixtape with the single on there. Because that's how I drive the mixtape. So from there, um, like I, I, I used to have features. I have features on the song also. So from there, um, the media, when they see, when they saw, okay, I did a song with Dub C, then I came back around. I did a song with Cocaine from Pomona. Cocaine, uh, uh, he's OG on the West Coast, you know what I mean? Above, above the law, Snoop, badass, he done songs where everybody, you know, he a West Coast OG. And people like, okay, this guy legit, you know what I'm saying? He aligned himself up with people that's already out, platinum himself and artists and things like that. So from there, they start covering me because I line myself up with these cats and they seeing the, the amount of product that I'm putting out on the streets. So, uh, you know, the single going, I got the mixtape, um, we doing shows and all that. So they start covering it there. So I got a PR person. So she sent my resume out and they're like, okay, yeah, we're going to post it. So all hip hop, uh, uh, ball of this, uh, what, what's, I forgot the name of the other one. It's a whole bunch of them. They start posting me like a month. They start posting, but I kept the mixtape scene going. I like, I stay active, bro. Like I make sure I stay active because I don't like to depend on just one thing happening. You know what I mean? Yeah, multiple things got to be going on in order to make this happen. You know what I mean? But as time went on, I learned, I'm like, man, I, I still got to take it to another level, man. I, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm trying to get this deal, man. And on the West Coast, it was just, it was hard, bro. It's like from, from the death row era all the way up to like 2000 and I want to say like 2010, there was only two people that got signed. And that was the game and Gorilla Black from the West Coast. There's only two people that got signed. And wow. game was, I didn't and, think about that, man. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, yeah. And so look, look, to a major, look, you're saying? Yeah, it's assigned to a major. And the independent scene is horrible in Southern California. So mm -hmm. understand, game got signed. He was signed through Dr. Dre. Mm -hmm. So you know, Dre. How many people get signed? Dre gonna sign them. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. he signed with Dre. Was later on, Fifty came in, co-signed it, and mm -hmm. went up. Mm -hmm. Gorilla Black was signed because he sounded he sounded like Biggie. Biggie. Yeah, yeah, the big, you know, there was big, big, and those the only two signs, bro. It's like, mm -hmm. but nothing else getting, getting no love. There was a lot of artists down, yeah. you know, what I'm saying yeah. putting it down. It just wasn't, it wasn't getting no, no love. So them were the only two that got signed. Mm -hmm. Then later on, well, I think it was like I'm not sure 2009, and G Malone got signed with Cash Money. You know what I mean? Yeah. After that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But, but. But prior to that, man, like from from the death row era, like I said, we bastards of death row. Now I believe a lot a lot of the problem was because there's like, you know, that Pac and Big got killed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Kind of blamed the West Coast. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Was you know, Coast had a lot to do with it, whatever. Mm -hmm. and it's like it's like, man, who 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 want to purchase a problem? You know what I mean? Right, right. right who want right. to invest in the problem? When something right. go wrong, you doing business, something going wrong, you got to worry about, you know what I mean, somebody running up on you. you and the problem I mean? is, too, a lot of these major labels, they don't have people of color inside those rooms making decisions. So let's Correct. be real. 
you have you have the white people who don't really understand the culture, culture. and making decisions on who should who, making decisions on what the culture is about when they have no clue what the culture is really about. No clue. It, it's not a recipe for success. Not a recipe for you know, success. So, so I totally understand where you're coming from. I mean, that's, exactly. you know, so you didn't really see a whole opportunity to be like, okay, like, damn, like, right. you people really got shot on a major, on a major situation. Man, man yeah. multiple labels. Like, I'm gonna be honest with you. I was supposed to sign the Interscope. I was mm-hmm. supposed to sign the Aftermath. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to sign the G-Unit. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to sign the Rough Riders. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to sign Rockefeller. Like these, mm-hmm. just like they was like highly interested. Mm-hmm. 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 And, and, and ultimately, you ended up at Universal for a short period. For a short period, ultimately ended up at Universal. We had distribution deal to Universal. At the time, it was called Federal Universal. We okay. flew out to New York, so we literally had to go to New York to get our deal. Flew yeah. out to New York. They checked it. They was like, "Okay, we like what you guys got going on. We give y'all distribution." So, deal. so, so, did you end up? Did you see a check? Did you end up seeing a check? No, um, no, we got checks from ourselves. Like we had our own bread to uh to market and promote because I had the single called "Get Them Grow Going." Yeah, mm-hmm. that had and that, and that and that featured Ray J. Yeah, it was featured Ray J. So I had a regular version. At the remix, so the regular vo- version was going at the time. Mm-hmm. At the regular, and then when I was going, it was going to radio, and they was getting a little pushback. I was like, "Well, if I get Ray J on it, then it's going to be, you know, what I'm saying, there ain't gonna be no more pushback, and we can take it out of here." Right. You know and so, did you have a so did you have a personal relationship with Ray J? You just might knew him. So I, I mean, how Ray, Ray J got on the record. How you got on the record? Okay, so I was up and down the coast. I was pushing the record, radio, and everything. People seeing mm-hmm. my posters and everything. Mm-hmm. Ray J heard the song. On Power 106 out here in Los Angeles, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we, we they had a uh, they had a, a mix show meeting. Uh, we had like a little uh, uh, yeah, like a mix show meeting, and Ray J was there also. He was pushing Sexy Can I at the time. At the time, got you, got you. Yes, yeah. 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 yeah, that song kind of has that feel. I exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of has that Sexy Can I feel too. Right. And I just yeah. listened yeah. to it. Right yeah. Oh, you did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It had that feel. So he was pushing Sexy Can I at the time. So. We was like people working uh, our radios. Uh, both of them, they was working both our radios. So he mentioned it to Ray J. Then we had the uh, we up in the Bay Area, and we we, we pushed and we pushing the record, and we run into each other like okay, whoop, whoop. so one of the really like man introduces this lunch when he got that one single. Whoop, whoop. So when they go up into the room, they let Ray J hear like oh yeah, I heard that record, I heard that record. Then we we exchange. No, I said wait, 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 you might well jump on the remix and. He's like, okay, for sure. He's like, you sure? I'm like, yeah. So, cool. Handle the busy. Came out, came out to the studio. I wanted to come out here to the IE and yeah. come to the record. And that's what he did. And, and he nice. was only there, you know what I'm saying? And, nice. and shout out my boy Shorty Mac too, Shorty Mac, because you know, Ray be running yeah. around stuff and Shorty Mac, like middleman stuff, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. Everything when we shot the video and all that, you know what I mean? So shout out my boy Shorty Mac. Yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, and, and Ray was on it. Like Ray loved the record, you know what I'm saying? Ray pushed it, and then man, it's just like even then, bro. It's like even then, I don't know. The labels would not, they would not just turn the knob. They would not like make the situation blow the situation up. I don't know. Ray was calling radio stations, everything. So like I said, we had to deal with Universal. We was dealing with Avery Lipton, you know, Avery and Monty Lipton. You know, they run the Universal thing. Okay, Ooh, got the scene. We moving like the recession hit. Boom. Hey, look.
Yeah, so we were talking about, you know, you know, so you work with you work with the label so for some reason it would not just it wouldn't bite. So go ahead. For some reason it wouldn't bite, man. And then like I said, we had to get them girl going mm -hmm. with Ray J. We are doing the shows mm -hmm. in the recession hit, the mm -hmm. real estate recession. And that kind of mm -hmm. like so it was in between the recession hitting and also the change of the guard going to digital world. Yeah, because yeah, at that time the industry was kind of digital. Well, it wasn't all the way digital. This is like the early, early, this is like the early, early days of Twitter, early, and, early and, days of social media. And iTunes. And, yeah. iTunes. It was just iTunes. They didn't know how to monetize it. They really was like confused. Mm -hmm. You know, I was talking to them. They was like, man, I, you know, like, they was like, man, I just don't, we just don't know. Mm -hmm. And I remember hearing stories like they was flying coach. Wasn't nobody flying private jets. They wasn't flying, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? <laughs> like nothing extravagant, like you know what I mean, because it's like they were losing money. It, 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 it was bad. I think I think that year was Drake was the only one that got signed. Yeah, you remember? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And yeah, just, uh, yep, yep. And, and bro, just and, and then that went man. And then things kind of slowed down for me. You know what I mean? And uh, I, I did another mixtape and things like that and got going. And, and I mean, it's like West Coast, like. Then Southern California, a lot of things based off, uh, it's very geographical. Okay. It's very based off street politics. Okay. If somebody in position to sign you, it's based off street politics. You know what I mean? If they don't sign you, it's based off street politics. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and because kind of like the street politics kind of overrules everything, even the money here. And, and that's the part I don't understand. You know what I mean? I, that's the part I don't understand uh, with the West Coast. You know what I mean? It, it's just, uh, it's a music industry, it's a music business, but people are not treating it as, as it's a business. It's more, like I said, more, pol it's more political here, man, street politics here. You know what I mean? Um, this cat ain't not going to do a song with this cat because he's from here. This cat won't do this cat. His homeboy won't, you know what I mean? Got into it with them. There's a bunch of that going on, man. And it's just like, it kind of messed up our industry here, man. So. And I believe I'm speaking for a lot of the artists right now because you know there's a lot of the talented cats walking around that supposed to be signed and never really got signed. I got the opportunity, you know what I mean? Right. right. It's just you know, like what one thing I do know knows about New York, just know about New York, is if you get your stuff hot, <laughs> like somebody, like they're gonna try to somebody gonna try to sign you. It's a, it could be an artist, you know what I'm saying? The labels, mm -hmm. artists, or something. Somebody like, no, nah, I'm about to sign that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Same thing with the South. Somebody gonna sign it. The South, and if it's hot, the South gonna build you up where somebody gonna have to mess with you. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Southern California, the Bay Area is like that. The Bay Area is gonna mess with the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Whether we know about it or not, the Bay Area, like it's songs out in the Bay Area where cats making a living. Mm -hmm. And we don't even know the song. They buying their house. They they making their living off that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Southern California, I like that. It's like Hollywood or, or nothing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's it's really not. It's not a. It's an independent world, but not like that out here. You know what I mean? Right. It's not right. It's not like where you could really feel like you could build a structure to kind of make it happen on your own type thing. That, that's correct. That's correct. Nah, but, but but we working on that right now though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We definitely working on that. For sure. I'm in position being where I'm from. I'm like the OG where I'm from. So, right. you know, didn't nobody do it for me, but that don't mean I can't do it for nobody else. You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. I love yeah. that. I love that, man. I love yeah. that. So, 
Uh, yeah, man. So tell me, like, so obviously I know you through 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 Dominique, Dominique. So talk to me, man, about how you guys connected, and because she talks super highly of you. Yeah, definitely. And uh, she was my guest on the last episode. I you know that's that, I, that I did, and, and she shouted you out, man. And, and, that's what's up. Well, talk oh, about talk me. talk to me about from your perspective. But it's like she's done some pretty cool things as well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Nick yeah. done some stuff like, like I said, our crew's called Homeless Nation. Um, yeah, we, we always consider ourselves like the West Coast Wu Tang. People call us the West Coast Wu Tang because we were so deep. There's like 14 of us artists, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, independent label, Homeless Records. You know, I ran. I was the leader. Uh, Nick, the lieutenant. You know what I mean? And, <laughs> and, 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 we, and we did a lot of stuff, man. Like. Me, her, and our, our producer at the time was named Fingers. You know, he did a lot of things too. So we was kind of mm-hmm. like the three, kind of like gazing the whole nation and pulling everything along. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, you know, Nick was super talented. So when I first met her through a mutual friend, man, it's like, I first heard, you know, Hispanic girl, she's singing with soul. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Nick singing with soul and was rapping. I was like, oh, I was like, she off the chain. Mm-hmm. I like, and I, I, I was trying to take her to Fingers. Like, I was already working with Fingers. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it was like three months, cause he, he type, he'd be real busy, you know what I mean? Like, man, okay, man. And he'll say Tuesday, and Tuesday comes, then he puts it to Thursday, and Thursday comes, keep, you know, one of those types. Right. That kept happening. And I finally got her in there. And once he got in there, then it was no coming back, you know what I mean? It was all in there. So Nick, Nick was doing her thing, we were supporting her 100%. Then finally she came home, you know, with the crew on this nation, man. And, and, and kind of, it boosted our thing to a whole nother level, you know what I'm saying? Our crew to a whole nother level, man. And it's great working with Nick, man. You know, great heart. Like I said, she's super talented, man. She can sing, um, rap, and now Nick, she good with the, she good with all the, uh, the technical stuff. Now you know, yeah. do graphics. She a Renaissance woman. She do everything, bro. Like yeah. everything. What, she's, what, what I yeah. loved about her conversation was she talked about how she was going to get a movie role. Yeah, correct. And, they, yeah. and the movie role, the she auditioned for was she didn't get. Right, but they want they liked her so much they wanted had her to it actually uh read for a part that was for a guy. Oh, okay. And they she said that they they wanted her to cut her hair, but to shave her head. Oh, for she, real? And yeah. she said, and she said, yeah, the movie. I believe she said a movie called End of Watch that she was End of Watch. Yeah, that she was in. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they they wanted her. They had wanted her to cut her cut her hair. Oh, I didn't even and, know that. And she said. She said, I can't do it because you said, yeah. my brand, my brand, people know me for having a long hair. Like, I can't right. you know, all of a sudden show up one day and I got short hair. Mm-hmm. Like that. So she's like, oh, she sucked her gun. She she's wanted to pass up the role because of that. Yeah. And right. So, and I didn't I get, know. Yeah. And so the the one of the casting directors said, we went and talked to the director. And they, and they said, they like you so much that you don't got to cut your hair. But I, okay. what I loved about that response was that she understood her brand. Yeah, that's what she said. understood yeah. that. If I do this simply for a movie role, yeah, she got paid nicely from it. But at the end of the day, like, she's going to have to sacrifice cutting her hair. And it wasn't like this movie was going to pay her millions and millions of dollars. When, okay, right. But right. she because so she said my brand is more important, important. than yeah, trying right. to get this movie role. Yeah, exactly. And so I, that's what I loved about. I just love her 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 uh, her knowledge of the business, her knowledge yeah. of. Her, you know, she said early on she was a knucklehead. She said early right, on, right. like yeah. and I was doing that I wasn't supposed to be doing, but then right, I, she right. she finally got it together. Right, and yes, uh, right. and you know, I just love her how the way she looks at things and and how she she views the game or what she's doing now. So, and like right. I said, she talks very 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 highly of you. So I, yeah, I, yeah, definitely. So, so I definitely I definitely had to bring it up. 
<laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, man. That's my sister. Shout out to Nick. Yeah, I'm Nick. You know what it is, baby. We in here. Lunch yeah. Nick. Home. Exactly, exactly, yeah. exactly, man. Yeah, speaking of that, the Lunch and Nick Project, talk to me about Lunch and Nick Project. Yeah, so definitely. So, um, yeah, so me and Nick, you know, like I said, over those years, man, we did a lot, a lot of music together. We did a lot of shows together, you know what I mean? So that was, that was the easy part. And I'll start working my project and I'll record at Nick's studio. And mm -hmm. she had a couple of songs. She was like, man, she let me hear, like, get my opinion on it, and it was hot. And she was like, won't you jump on? I was like, okay, cool. And I jumped on one of them and I had called her back. I said, I don't know why we never thought about this. I like, we need to do a project there. She was like, yeah, we do. And that's kind of like how it started. And it's been on and cracking there. Like literally, bro, it's like making magic. Like we just came together like it's, it was nothing back, you know, back together mm -hmm. doing a thing like it was nothing. Like right hand, left hand, man. And, um, and it's been great, man. Like it's been good like neat energy you know she gave me a newfound energy you know her energy around me you know it's, it's real it's real soothing for me you know what i mean i hope nice. it's the same for her man and we like we've been enjoying the process bro you know what i mean nice nice and i remember during the panel review you said something do you have an accident or something where you were you were kind of where you were sick for a little bit right correct correct so like, like, I, I can't yeah so tell me about that can i just there was it, it you have such an inspirational story, man. So I appreciate it, man. So, so um, I had lupus since the age of three, right? Okay. Since the age of three, um, at the age of ten, lupus took my kidneys out. Okay. Both my kidneys out. So, so when I was ten, all the way to the age of thirteen, I was on dialysis. I ended up getting a transplant. So the whole time I'm grinding doing this music thing, you know, I had a kidney transplant. People really just didn't know. Mm, wow. Um, over time, that kidney transplant actually failed also. Mm. So that failed. So that started happening like 2012. Mm. And that was like, I, like I'm getting back going, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Off the single, the Get em Girl single. I'm back, I, I did another mixtape, the What's For Lunch mixtape. I just did that. I was about to do What's For Lunch part two. And then that happened. Mm. Uh, my kidney failed. So it was like, it was a cold situation, man. It was like, you know, going back, like rewinding the hands of time as an adult now, you know what I mean? Going back as a, when I was a kid, but now I'm an adult going through this. I'm like, man, mm -hmm. now I know what life is. I know what it's like to go here and go out the country, you know? But now this kind of, this this kidney situation is kind of uh, holding me down, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it, it was a crazy situation, man. Um, my big cousin, saw my cousin Pitch Black, ended up giving me a kidney, a blood tights match, and he ended up giving me a kidney in 2014. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm. January 2014, man. So I was I was blessed about that, man. You know, I'm back healthy, well, but um, it was a process, man. It, it was a lot to go through. I lost like over 30 or 40 pounds. It, it mm. was crazy. Bro. I, um, 2013, I was literally in and out the hospital every month. Like, mm. I was in the hospital January. I'd be out February. Be back in March, out this month, March. You know what I mean? April, yeah, April, 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 yeah, May, then you know, keep going like that all the way. Mm. The whole year, you know what I mean? It, wow. it, it was a bad year for me, bro. Yeah, definitely was a bad year. Well, so, uh, man, I'm here, you, man. You know, when you push through that, man, you know what? Look, you, you're gonna have it along this journey, along this music journey, man. You're gonna have adversity. A life yeah. sometimes gonna hit you. Life, life is gonna, gonna life is gonna come. Life is gonna hit you. So, you know, that's why I said, yo, well, I gotta be deeper than money. I gotta be deeper than fame. Is there there's things that's going to happen that's going to test you, going to test why you're doing this in the first place. So, that's correct. And you know what? People can relate to that, man. Like, people can relate to your story because they have, they, like I said, I have a disability. I have cerebral palsy. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. That's, it's not a lot of people like me in this business, but if this right. is doing what I'm doing, I've earned the respect that I've earned in the industry, man. So everybody, we all have a journey. We all have we all have something that we're dealing with. Definitely. So I, mean, I just love, I just appreciate to hear the inspiration and, and the fact that you keep going no matter what. Cause that that was enough to take to just be like, yeah. okay, I'm done. Let me just focus on my health. Exactly. I don't do this music no more. I just I want to exactly. be healthy. I've, you know, you know, you can I lie. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I thought about it, man. You know, uh, multiple times, like man, I'm gonna just leave this stuff alone. You know what I mean? Just leave it alone, bro. You know, I did everything I did. You know what I mean? Uh, people recognize it. You know what I mean? And just and just ride off into the sunset. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Something, you know, some what well, another thing, man. My cousin, my big cousin, always had my back in this music thing, man. He mm-hmm. ended up passing from the COVID thing in 2020. Mm-hmm. And that was hard yeah. yeah. And it's like I had to get in the studio, man, just to release. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just to get away. Like if I just felt like he was talking to me, he was like get him, you know. That's what he's always say. Anyway, you know what I'm saying? And it's like he came back, and told me to get him. You know what I mean? And I was like, man, at this point, where's it? Where's there to lose? You know what I mean? Right. So I, we got back on it, man, and and we here. You know what I mean? So I always think about that when things get a little hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It always can be worse. The journey, the journey is going to be difficult, man. The journey is journey. Going to, you're, going to, you're going to have adversity along the way. I mean, Correct. It, and I, I was telling this to somebody the other day. First of all, you don't want everything to always be so easy and so smooth because because if you don't, if you do, you not you have to learn how to deal with adversity. Exactly. So, so when things are going, it's when things are going so good, it's that's the time to worry because Correct. what happens when something happens and you're not prepared for that? Exactly. Know? I use the example of let's say you I'm developing an artist and they've never had to deal with something happening on the stage live where they didn't expect to happen. Correct. So sometimes when so so that means so what's gonna happen when when yeah, you could have had a you could have had a great sound check, but when it's live, anything can happen. What are you gonna right. do if the sound messes up, the sound exactly. fucks up and now what are you gonna do now? So you exactly. gotta be you gotta be prepared, you gotta prepare yourself for those those possibilities that could happen so that you know how to handle it versus because when the show goes on you know like the, the show must go on you the show must go on you gotta be able to deal with diversity you gotta be able to deal with it it's, it's, it's part of part of life it's definitely part, part of, of the part of this career path so yeah man it's a part of my whole life bro so i'm, I'm known and sometimes, bro, I think it make me numb because people be tripping. Like they be like, "Man, this happened." Like it'd be the smallest thing to me, you know, from, from my perspective. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Man, you tripping like that slap?" You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm, you know what I'm saying? And, and I guess you know, like you said, you going through what you've been through. You know, mm-hmm. several problems. And I salute to you, man. Appreciate that, man. Thank and, you. And, and keeping it pushing, you know, through that because that, that's not easy, bro. Like you said, it's yeah. not easy. There's a lot of people like me out here. I mean, the thing about I it know. is, yeah, the thing about it with me is like, there's, I have a buddy of mine out there on the West Coast. He's in, he's in, I think he was in Stockton. Mm. He's in Stockton, Cali, you know, California. He's in Northern Correct. California. Correct. And, you know, he wants, he has CP like me, and his dream is to work for a major record company. Okay. And unfortunately, there's just not a lot of people, like now they're kind of talking about diversity, inclusion. Uh, DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion, right? DEI. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and a lot of companies are are just now starting to think about that, about hiring people with disabilities in the music industry. And it's tough because a lot of us have a lot of limitations, you know, right. for, for me, I don't drive. So 
Right. That limits what I can do, places I can go, things of that nature. So right. a lot of times we just we just don't want to get looked past. We don't want to get looked looked mm -hmm. over, looked past because of something exactly. that's out of our control. So exactly. So so I take it upon myself to use my voice to talk about the special needs community and talk that's about right. people like myself who are trying to make things happen and doing it doing it with limited resources, limited opportunities, Correct. but still making it trying to make it happen. So, to make it happen. So, exactly. so, so, that, so that's why I just respect you, man, and respect your story exactly. and what you've had to go through because appreciate what you've had to deal with, that's enough for people to say, I'm done. Yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Appreciate yeah, definitely. So, I appreciate that, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you, man. Yep, for sure. So, sure. But we here, man. We pushing through. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we pushing through, man. We pushing through. Well, I learned it. Well, I learned early, man. People don't care. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. yeah. They don't care to to his time to care. You know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. When you're going, going through it, that's real. They don't you care. Know, people, people when you win, care. when you win, now everybody cares. You know what I mean? Yeah, people don't really care about your sob story. You got going up, and nobody really cares that much. So exactly, that's man. not the way to try to gain people's approval. Nobody cares that much. Just continue to do what you do, Just do what and you make do. things happen. And and if you do it the right way, they ask and let them know. Yeah. I, I, I tell the story really is for the kids when I talk about it, you know what I mean? Because I remember myself, the younger version of me, like it was harder, you know what I mean? And just, and for some kids out there, well, more than likely there is some kids like that going through that what we going through and we can let them know that, you know, we was those kids at that time, you know what I mean? They can, they can get through it also. So that's why I tell my story. It was really for the younger, for the younger generation, you know, through, you know, everybody else. I hope it can affect, you know, other people also, but you know, I mean, I'm not, I, I don't need no, I don't need to sob, you know, the, 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 the uh, feel sorry for me, you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just, just uh, check out the kids, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Help absolutely. the kids coming up, yeah, definitely. A absolutely. So, man, before we get out of here, man, uh, like I said, I guess we talked about the project with Luxury. What else is coming up for you? So outside, yeah, outside of the Lunch Unique project. Outside know. Lunch Unique project. Um, I got some singles I'm dropping. Neek got some singles she'll be dropping. We also got some short films we're working on, man. Okay. Films we're working on. Uh, also, I to the ETV, man. I was talking earlier about the platform. That's the platform okay. for the Inland Empire uh, Broadcasting Network. Um, okay. We're doing interviews. We also about to get this radio sh uh, station started for the Inland Empire. So we're going to get that going for out here. And we're gonna support uh, the Inland Empire, and, and 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 highlight our artists and our talent, sports, our our, our local uh, uh, our local uh, small businesses, companies, mm -hmm. uh, leaders, and all that. You know, what I mean, with eye to the ETV, man. Whatever you're doing, positive for the community. We support you with eye to the ETV. So we really focus on that also, right, right now. Nice, nice, yeah. man. Good to hear that, man. And man, where can people where, they, where can they where they where can people connect with you online and yeah online all all social media is lunch t h a general that's lunch t h a general lunch the general and also lunch and neek that's lunch a n d neek n i q u e so that's lunch and neek uh, that's us together and mine is lunch t h a general lunch the general and all our singles on it's on uh it's on all the platforms the major platforms man. Apple Music, Spotify, videos on YouTube and everything. Yep. For sure, for sure, guys. Well, look, this has been another great episode of the Current yeah. Inspire podcast. My man, Lusha General's here. A great story, great story, inspirational guy. Yes, 
Appreciate has it. seen so much, you know. Uh, if I'm glad I can have him as a guest on my pod. Definitely gonna bring him back soon. Definitely. And then, man, until next time, man, we out of here. This is your host, Terrell Pierre. Take care. Peace. What's love?